0: Okay, here's the question that we are asking. Uh, in a household of two adults, how many towels is it appropriate to own? 651 1071 This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, everything towels. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and let's talk about home goods.
1: Let's talk about home goods. Here's why. Uh, a gentleman on the Twitters, He is the world's biggest towel influencer now. Trademark because of this particular tweet. Quote, Hello, fellow adults. My GF and I, I believe that's girlfriend, Mm -hmm. have a question. What is the correct amount of towels to own? I said 10, and she looked at me like I was crazy. We have zero frame of reference on the appropriate amount of towels in a household of two. Now, he said 10. She looked at him like he was crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, Yashar Ali on the Twitters, New York Magazine, HuffPost, etc., etc., 342,000 followers later on Twitter. Mm -hmm. He responded to this tweet saying, as a couple, you should own a minimum of the following and then lists what he thinks you should own. And that set the Internet ablaze yesterday Mm -hmm. such that everybody was talking about it. E.V.P.T. Everybody no. was
0: talking about it. Don't worry about it. B
1: B T A I. Everybody was <laughs> talking about it. And here's what he said As a couple, you should own a minimum of the following 10 bath sheets, which are those really big towels. Mm-hmm. I confess, I didn't know that they had a separate name. I just thought they were like big towels. Uh, 10 or beach towels. Yeah, I mean, thing. But you don't wear same. at the beach. Yeah. 10 bath towels. Mm-hmm. 10 hand towels. Mm-hmm. And 20 washcloths for a couple of two people. 20 washcloths. And then at the bottom of that, it says preferably more.
0: You do need more washcloths than you do everything else.
1: You don't need more than 20 washcloths for two people. Because even if you have guests, you got more than enough washcloths. How
0: many bits are you washing? Yes. And y'all aren't actually
1: washing your bits. Mm -mm. Okay. Don't lie, they're just sitting in a drawer.
0: You need to, your bits are sitting in a drawer? <laughs> no, the towels,
1: you ding a <laughs>
0: No, you got to use the, you got to use the washcloth to wash your bits, but then that has to be washed before, you're not going to use that twice. Okay. nah. but you can use a towel twice. You got to wash, you got to wash the bit cleaner. And then think about also, don't you also use a washcloth in another room?
1: What room would that what be? What would that be?
0: Your kitchen? Oh, those are um, kitchen towels. Yeah, those are kitchen those towels. Are Separate thing. Oh, Separate no. Thing. Hand oh, towels in a your kitchen. Cloth. He did not specify bath washcloth. No, that's, a kitchen towel is different than a washcloth. Correct
1: amount of towels to own. I think the conversation was But when was he says bathroom. washcloth,
0: I think that's a washcloth. I use a washcloth also in the For the kitchen. sake of this
1: discussion, let's keep it to the bathroom. Okay, fine.
0: I, so you still need more washcloths. You also can't wash your bits with the same washcloth you wash your face with.
1: You are telling me that you use one for your hooch, the cooch, one for your face.
0: Can you not address me? Yeah, and then <laughs> you wash matter? them every oh, single oh, time. Me. In the shower? Yes. You, you mean must that you wash just those wait, places. wait, 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 wait. Well yes, of course you watch your wash your bits and pieces, but you're telling me, Kate Colleen. Yes. You go and you grab a fresh wash, washcloth. Yes. And then you bring it with you in the shower. Correct. And then you scrub a dub dub. Yeah, Down and then there. you put it in the hamper when you're done, each and every single time. Do you not?
1: No, because I don't. Well, first, do of all, you
0: leave the residue on it and then use it again? Well, I'm a
1: guy, so I don't use a washcloth unless I'm real dirty.
0: Also, those wet washcloths when they just sit there to dry, they I think they collect things and then things grow. Okay, but here, okay, no. so
1: washcloths aside, I I still think that's heinous. That. You would have 20 washcloths for two people. uh, If you want to join the conversation about how many washcloths do you need, Um, we're talking about towels in general. 651-641-1071. But I would also take issue with 10 bath towels.
0: Yeah, what the heck? For two people? Why
1: would you? Okay, so I could understand four or six. I could even entertain possibly eight Because maybe you entertain a lot, although for the average couple starting out, I feel like four to six at most because you use one.
0: Yep. Okay. And
1: then you wash it. No. And then you have a replacement for when you wash it. Oh, my gosh. And other than that, so that's four. And then you want a couple pairs for guests. So another four. So eight. Okay, fine. I would Okay. That. So,
0: bath sheet wise, okay. Who has a bath sheet? What is anyway? a bath oh my gosh. I love bath sheets. They're bigger than regular bath we don't towels. Own those well, in our then house. why have regular bath towels and just now, what you have bath those bath sheet show towels? To- those are the show towels. Okay.
1: So, this is a whole separate conversation. Show towels. You're basically saying you have a bunch of towels that you never use.
0: Those are for guests mostly, but they they hang in the bathroom to look nice. They're almost like a decorative piece, but then when you when the guests come, they don't get used as often, so then they use the show towels. I'm not Off alone on show towels. Well, yes, they, to me, show towels that's a is guest separate. thing.
1: Okay, so, you, so you, now you have, how many towels that you don't ever use do you have?
0: I have, hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, I have about eight of those.
1: Eight towels that never get used. Uh,
0: Eight of each style of towel that I that never get used because the show towels they're stacked just so, so you have the you have the largest one on the bottom. Again,
1: and where do these all go? On the racks in the bathrooms, and nobody uses them. No, and
0: then you just have to. wash Do you wash change them, them out, or they yeah. just
1: collect dust and they'll I
0: cl- yeah. I change them out when I do the bathroom laundry, which is like every. Do you week. have a
1: hand towel for people to wash, wa- wipe their hands? Yeah, and they- that
0: goes all of that goes so in the laundry at the you same have time. Have just
1: towels hanging that nobody's using.
0: Yeah, because that is decorative. Oh my gosh, what, I can't believe you guys don't have show towels. I think that you guys are odd.
1: No, no. Okay, Unless well, you're- me,
0: I want to go to the phones because there's got to be somebody in here that knows about show. Well, we're
1: not talking about show towels. Well, we might the be. The question is how many towels are appropriate, towels are appropriate to in your own? house?
0: Let's go to Trista. Hello, Trista. How many towels in a household of two people is it appropriate to own?
1: Well, we're a household of two people. We're empty nesters, basically. And I think you're asking the wrong question. The question is, how often do you do laundry? The two of us are just fine with six normal towels. Okay. But Bath sheets aren't a thing. Guest towels aren't a thing. You just six towels. Two I'll... for us, two for laundry if there's laundry, two for guests if we ever have them. Six is plenty. Wow, I love you. Do You, you probably don't have a lot of extra crap around the house at this point, Not. do you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> How often do you have to replace those towels entirely? Because I find that there's a significant wear and tear with the washing of the towels. Well...
1: So we only wash, so we go to the gym probably five days a week. So we'll
0: use that same towel twice a day and then wash it once a week. Okay.
1: I would say we do our towels once a week.
0: But then do you have to like go buy new towels like every six months? Or like how often do you have to do that? Five years maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: If you buy quality towels, man, you don't have to replace them all the no, time. No, you just those wash giant them. Giant bath sheets? I don't understand. One mode of laundry would be three of those. They're just just—they're right? too big. But you like, for needs- letting who- me pipe in. Thank, Thank you, Trista. Love you. Let's go to... <laughs>
0: oh, listen to you. Let's go to Ryan. six five one six four one one zero seven one. Hello, Ryan. Hi, How Ryan. How many bath towels is it appropriate to own in a household of two people?
1: I mean, I don't know on the... I, I'm airing with 10. I feel like five each. Um, I mean, I used to, growing up, and I don't know why my mom did and how she kept up on this, but there were five of us in the house, and we would go through a towel, a, a shower, mm-hmm. and like that was always, that was the thing. And, like, I went to college, and people were like, you were crazy. Why yeah. do you have, like, seven towels? And I was constantly doing laundry, and I finally got to the point now where I can use it for a couple showers, and I'm good. But, yeah, my mom was constantly doing laundry, like tonight, tonight, it's just towels. Like, it's
0: just insane. Thank you, Ryan, Thanks, for Red. your call. I was going
1: to say, too, and I, you know, it, we could probably go on and on about towels and maybe we should revisit this. Well, the this phones
0: if, are like crazy right now.
1: Um, what I was going to say about towels is I feel like this is a generational thing because it's like I used to always wash my jeans, mm-hmm. like, after every time I wore them. Now I never. Right. wash my jeans like right. rarely if i get something on them or it's been like a couple months then mm-hmm. i wash them mm-hmm. they don't stink
0: right well and you're Towels, not supposed to obviously wash them. you
1: do wash more often because you're rubbing
0: your nikes on them you know. mm-hmm. do you want to stick with this or should we move on
1: um we yeah how many people we got on the phone well
0: they they were all full and now we've got three yeah what do you want to do
1: well, we have some gooper scoopers okay. to get to and I honestly would rather get to that. Then so let's scoop if we the want goop. to let's revisit the towels at a later date. We might I feel revisit like that's a she probably
0: has show towels.
1: Yeah. We can mm-hmm. we can talk about your show that towels. That was really judgy, you guys.
0: Show towels I are a think Show thing. towels are a waste. Yes. What's the point? Those and decorative pillows. Whoa. Okay, don't even get me started. Yeah, decorative okay. so pillows tomorrow, are necessary. Tomorrow,
1: show towels and Ugh. decorative pillows.
0: You guys, I don't know what
1: decorative pillows I... should be outlawed. Yep. <laughs>
0: Never. Oh, I can't. We'll talk about that tomorrow. On the Colleen and Bradley show. We'll be back after this with some gooper scoopers. My talk one oh seven one. Well, when we are not talking about show towels and decorative pillows on the Colleen and Bradley show, one of our favorite things to do is to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her lifestyle site, Goop, on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we got to get together with the Gooper Scoopers.
1: Here come the goopers, goopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on goop. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on goop. This time it's on Variety Magazine. So she's, uh, there's a cover story. Mm, One of on her. How Shakespeare and Love Changed Her Life in the Oscars Forever. Mm. So this is a feature in variety and I thought to myself, "Why is Gwyneth Paltrow doing a feature in in uh Variety? variety?
0: Why is she doing well, it?" Well, oh, I mm.
1: Okay, you probably got some, I was going to mm-hmm. say, there are probably a number of mm-hmm. reasons we could uh, point to this, but I want to tell you a little bit about this article. So I actually read it this morning, which, you know, unlike a lot of things, I actually read it. Wow. Start to finish, Congrats. believe it or not. Thank you. I should get an award for finishing an article, mm. especially one of them deep dives where you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how long is this going to go on? But in this case, it was totally worth it. And you can read it at your own uh, pleasure, if so you choose. But the, she talks about... Shakespeare in Love on its, I think it's 20th anniversary, Mm -hmm, something like that. Yeah, right. And how it transforms her into a global star. Quote, it just changed my life. Now, I could go on and on and on. You'll see that there are some other headlines popping up today from this article. Things like how she's not going to do the Avengers anymore and how it was basically she just did that as a favor to that guy. That was the producer. John Favreau. John Favreau. And, um, you know, it's really not her thing, but she's really glad that Black Panther got nominated because, you know, it's culturally very important. Blah, blah, blah. I'm
0: surprised she didn't like try to take credit for that somehow. (laughs)
1: Well, Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, But here's what I was thinking while I was reading this. What is Gwyneth Paltrow trying to accomplish? Okay. And in the article, she spends a lot of time talking about somebody. Do you know who that somebody is?
0: Uh, is it her husband?
1: No. Brad Falchuk? No. Although he does get a mention. Okay. Because he made a Shakespeare in Love. That was the role that sort of launched her career. That's the That's the story, right? And in there, when they got married, he referenced a line in that movie or something during their wedding. And that's a cute anecdote. But no.
0: Does she talk a lot about Harvey Weinstein? Bing, bing,
1: bing, 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 bing. Okay. So in the article, there is a lot of Harvey Weinstein stuff. Okay. Um... And the person who's writing the article goes to great lengths to be like, this film would have been amazing without Harvey Weinstein. Um, Here's what she says about Harvey Weinstein, among other things. Paltrow is honest about her own struggles with the volcanic producer. Okay. First of Um, all, I don't know that I would describe Harvey Weinstein in 2019 as that volcanic producer. No, I think I would describe him as a serial sexual assaulter of women. Yes, or some such thing. Yes. Quote: He. This is Gwyneth now. He was a bully. I never had a problem standing up to him. I wasn't scared of him. I also felt for a period of time that I was the consumer face of Miramax, and I felt it was my duty to push push back against him. We had a lot of fights. She doesn't believe, that is Peltro that Weinstein involvement in Shakespeare in Love tarnishes the picture's legacy. It's a beautiful film. A movie is not going to be successful if it's not a good movie. Not like that. And the author goes on to say, doing her work for her, giving Weinstein all the credit underestimates the movie's charm. Oh, gosh. So then I started to say to myself, hmm it appears that what she is doing here is trying to cement her own film legacy yes. above, beyond and around and in, in relation to and despite Harvey Weinstein.
0: Because it's legitimately all she has in her career anymore. You know what? Let's go back to this when we come back after the break. Let's finish talking about this. Is it Vanity Fair? Yep. Vanity Fair. No, variety. Variety, sorry. Variety article about Gwyneth Paltrow we're going to talk about that a little bit more and what the heck she was trying to accomplish in that after this. And then we'll get to some crazy, stupid idiots on My Talk 1071. Well, we weren't quite finished talking about Gwyneth Paltrow and uh, this article in Variety magazine. And so we've decided to continue that conversation before we get to our crazy, stupid idiots on the Colleen and Bradley show my Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, can we roll that uh, Gooper Scooper footage again?
1: Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on goo. Goopers. That's just what they do. Because there's always stupid stuff on Goop. Now, before we uh, went to break, we were talking about how Gwyneth Paltrow is in this piece for Variety, and she kind of, it's supposed to mark like the 20th anniversary of uh, Shakespeare in Love, which launched her career, and now she's in a totally different place, and she's reflecting on all sorts of things, including the end of her time with the Avengers, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mm -hmm. right? That's Marvel. Um, And she's talking about Shakespeare in Love, but she also was talking a lot about Harvey Weinstein, which made me wonder, like, what is she trying to say here? And I think, honestly, this is her speaking openly for the, well, I don't know if it's the first time, but at least in an extended way about Harvey Weinstein and what he, what her involvement with him was, right? Right.
0: Can I hit the pause button (laughs) really quick on this? Because I think it's, I think if we even like dial it all the way back, this whole notion that we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of Shakespeare in Love is bizarre to me. Right? Yeah. Because the only reason we ever talk about that movie is because it is what earned her an Oscar. Yep. But generally speaking, that movie isn't part of the. You know, it's not a cult favorite. No, it was considered like
1: a sleeper, uh, you yeah. know, from, well, I think, what, 19, well, so 1999 would be 20 years. Right.
0: right. So the notion that there was the, the impetus to write about Shakespeare and Love's 20th anniversary.
1: I mean, I think that was the vehicle by which to get Gwyneth Paltrow to spew a bunch of things to sort of gild the lily exactly. of her career. Exactly.
0: Exactly, so so I, what I'm saying is that that, yeah. that that's suspect to for begin sure, with for okay. sure. moving on, so
1: you know, I read a little thing that she said about Harvey Weinstein, and I was like, huh, that's interesting, why is she doing that? Well, I think she's doing that because she's like nothing to see here, I was not a part of anything nefarious, i didn't know anything um i I actually pushed back against mm-hmm. him I... F- and I just, I don't know, maybe I'm sensitive to all of the people who are victimized by Harvey Weinstein, who I think are also strong and powerful women, who probably also yes. felt like they were pushing back in some way and were still sexually assaulted. I I I don't know why, but I am a little sensitive to that. It's probably because I'm a human being. Um, but that's not the only thing that she talks about in terms of Harvey that I wanted to share with you. She also talks about how... Um, uh, let's see. Okay. At the start, cause she was in Emma too, mm-hmm. which is, uh, Harvey Weinstein was responsible mm-hmm. for Emma, the movie, 1986, the movie, Emma. I vaguely remember that movie. Anyway, she relates this particular occurrence. Um, Weinstein summoned her to a hotel room. She's already talked about this somewhat, put his hands on her and asked her for a massage quote. I had one really uncomfortable, weird experience and, then he was never inappropriate with me again in that way. Mm. But then she talks about the drawbacks that she had uh, working with him. And they're just very sort of basic. So again, it's like, uh, nothing to really see here. I didn't really have that much of an experience.
0: And to your point prior, again, I think even that is an, an insensitive remark to, to share, you know, I had this one experience and then it never happened again to the scores of women who had one experience and then that ruined their career because they said no, or he would not stop advancing on them.
1: So at the end of the day, I think what this all this entire article in Variety from Gwyneth Paltrow is really an attempt to say, I do not owe my career to Harvey Weinstein. Because I could read you chapter and verse mm-hmm. throughout this piece where it is clear that what she is trying to do is to separate herself in any way in her career and her success in any way from Harvey Weinstein. Now, do I blame her for that? No, because there are certainly many people ourselves included, who have said, mm, so when are we gonna talk about all the people that were successful because of Harvey Weinstein? Her name frequently would come up. Yeah right. So um so that's why I think this piece you know just oh like oh look it happens to be the twentieth anniversary. I also there was just another moment that I wanted to share with you before we go on that made me just roll my eyes and I wanted my head to explode.
0: Okay. And you now want to give me that experience. I want
1: you to share this this experience because again, what she's doing is taking us back to that time 20 years ago and write it as her career is about to be launched. You know, she was like, I never realized that I would walk out my door and I would never be the same again. And when you walk down the street, you can't help but get noticed. And people don't understand how really, you know what, what a momentous thing that actually is. And it's not necessarily all that. It's cracked up to me and blah, blah, blah. She's so relatable. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she talks about her dress. Oh, okay. For that
0: pink one that she wore.
1: Did you know that that thing has its own Wikipedia page? What? Yeah. Her pink Oscars dress became a part of industry lore. Since she didn't employ a stylist, Paltrow chose the gown based on a frock that she'd seen at a fashion show. Quote, Every time I would go have a fitting, I would lose six pounds because I was just so nervous. I'm one of those people when I'm nervous, I can't eat. She tried to calm herself down, says the author, by taking a trip with some girlfriends to Mexico. Um. Okay, so Gwyneth Paltrow deals with anxiety by getting skinny and going to Mexico. I'm over here getting fat on Doritos and taking Zoloft. (laughs) I mean. Like. Talk about the height of, and she seems to have nowhere. This is the thing that is so frustrating about Gwyneth Paltrow, because you're like, yeah, surprise, right? This is, sounds totally like Gwyneth Paltrow. She has no awareness That's that any problem. of this sounds so ludicrously no in self- her mind. entitled. No, in
0: her mind, she's like, oh, I people understand this. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to open up. Um, girl, first of all, you're one of those people who can't eat. And so.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, when I get nervous, me- I'm sorry, I can't eat. And,
0: and again, I, mean, I, I, I like I have to call myself somebody book a trip to Mexico yes, for me and my girlfriend. You guys, I
1: am so nervous because of this whole Oscars thing in my dress. And every time I go for a fitting, I lose six pounds. Sign me up for a fitting for that dress because mm. I'll take the six mm-hmm. pounds. uh, In conclusion, although she's not making movies now, Paltrow leaves open the possibility of acting in the future.
0: Okay, so here's where that's actually the piece that I'm the most fascinated by because to me, Gwyneth Paltrow is somebody who has essentially created a whole new career for herself and it does not feel as though she needs or wants to act any longer. And so I'm not entirely clear on why she feels like she needs to... If she were going to go on to have an acting career
1: yeah.
0: again yeah. and have that be the focal point of her whatever stardom is, then I can see wanting to distance herself from the Harvey Weinstein thing. But I'm going to tell you that this article isn't going to make me go back and watch Shakespeare in Love or think like, oh boy, I got to watch me some Gwyneth Peltro movies. I, I don't have that feeling. yeah, Because that's not who she is anymore that's not what she pushes anymore if she were trying to get another role in a movie then i might go oh i can see why she did that but she hasn't been acting no since before the harvey weinstein stuff broke i honestly think aside from the avengers
1: especially going into the fact that she's just about to start uh, a series on netflix right right um and she's running this business which is all about image and, you know, she's being attacked on all different sides. I mean, you could also argue that it's just an attempt to sort of like focus on another sort of scandalous mm-hmm. side of her that will get people thinking about things other than the fact that she's pushing pseudoscience in the name of, you know, selling dust.
0: Take, and taking our money. Oh, yeah. That girl. That was uplifting. Sorry. We don't have any time. I found it thoroughly fascinating. She's going to just be our crazy, stupid idiot today. When we come back... uh on the Colleen and Bradley show at 2:45 every day. We play a little game with each other and that game is the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on my Talk
1: 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview.